Welcome to the Infotainment Podcast Initiating Startup Sequence. Hi, my name is Randy, and the Infotainment Podcast will begin shortly. I will be around mound to podcast sound, pound for pound, the best podcast around. Welcome, welcome, and welcome to everybody's body and ears to this episode of Infotainment. Welcome to all the fun festivities and frivolity this uh, podcast can provide. I tell you, it's a thrill ride every minute. (laughs) How many of you people have used, say, Postmates and DoorDash? in your community and have had bad service. Here in uh, Worthington, Minnesota, uh, we have some restaurants that, uh, well, fast food places associate themselves with DoorDash. And I called them one time, and or I went in and asked about that, and so they were quick to say that they are not affiliated with them and it's kind of uh, uh, you are on your own if you use them. I mean, what kind of place would associate themselves with half-assed service, delivery service? I mean, (laughs) that kind of puts a bad spell on your restaurant, doesn't it? I mean, if you order some McDonald's, you'd like to think you're going to get it. But uh, this person did not or allegedly claims she didn't. A TikToker says she's been bamboozled by DoorDash. A driver allegedly steals the TikToker's $100 food order. The TikToker, <laughs> the TikToker, Amy, <laughs> Amy, oh. This is a bad time to give up drinking, I guess. Uh, Abby Elizabeth Marty, shared her story in two videos. She starts off by posting screenshots of the conversation she had with the DoorDash driver in question. She notes via text overlay she ordered food via DoorDash for herself and co-workers on a company card. According to the message, Marty asked for extra ranch, which the uh, Dasher Bree agreed to get more of, They're close to finishing up your order, the Dasher noted. 20 minutes later, however, Marty questioned, Are they done yet? (laughs) Are uh, Are they there yet? Are we here yet? The Dasher responded with a simple question mark before questioning, Is who done with what? 
Marty notes via text overlay that she was generally confused by this response since they were just talking about the order. Marty reminded them about the DoorDash order, but notes via text overlay that by this point she realized that she was bamboozled. The driver responded telling Marty that they just found out another driver picked up that order 30 minutes ago. But she also included messages from the second dasher assigned to her order, Scott. Uh, Scott said he called the support line on her behalf and was apparently waiting for her food at the restaurant. I'm sitting here inside the restaurant on hold with DoorDash support, waiting to inform them the driver they dispatched first took the food, then unassigned the order, apparently took the order for themselves. Scott said, uh, you wouldn't believe how often this happens. Scott also promised to get to the bottom of this for Marty. Bria hoped that the food was good. She uh, captioned the video, also including the hashtag, thanks, Scott. Uh, I guess maybe it was cleared up. I don't know. In a follow-up video, Marty says she explained the situation to the restaurant she ordered the food from and that the workers... Uh, remade her food for her for free, uh, which is a good thing because I would, uh, if I didn't get satisfied by DoorDash's response, I would definitely go back to the restaurant about them, even if they aren't saying publicly that they're associated with them. You're you're advertising that they they will deliver your food, so essentially you are associated with them. Marty eventually went to the restaurant to collect her order herself but she lauds Scott for his help in the video. Marty also clarifies that she left a tip of 20% in response to commenters who claimed a low tip could be a reason why dashers decide to take orders. Marty's first video was viewed over 2 million times. Viewers in the comments section shared their similar experience with uh, door trash orders. Uh, door trash is really good at resolving these type of problems. Uh, door dash. And they will uh, deactivate a driver for this, one person claimed. I had a driver who argued with the restaurant that gave my food to someone else for 45 minutes. He got my food and a fat tip from me, another said. DoorDash is honestly the worst. Well, we'll go back to calling them door trash. 95% of the time, I never get my order. <laughs> well, after the first time, I, I'd have something happen like that. I wouldn't use them again. And I get five different dashers that all say the first dasher had took the food, a third wrote. Marty told the Daily Dot she did not expect her TikTok to go viral and would like to find Scott because he was so helpful. I didn't know that this happened so often, she said. She called the situation frustrating, but said that DoorDash did give the company she works for a refund and that the restaurant fried green tomatoes in Greenville, South Carolina, remade their food for free. She said she thinks door trash needs to have a better system 
set up so people and companies are not losing money. The Daily Dot reached out to DoorDash via email. <laughs> Doesn't look like they uh, have responded. Uh, why do you always have to deter these things? I mean, if nothing was done about this by anybody, I would try to find that driver myself, the first one that was supposed to deliver it, and get my $100 back any way possible. Oof. You dick! My $100 plus my tip, and then I'd get another tip from him just for the inconvenience of the whole matter. Happy now, asswipe. I don't know how DoorDash screens its potential drivers, but it sounds pretty shitty. Uh, we don't uh, have a Postmates here in town. I wonder if their screening process is any better in their service. A couple podcasts ago, I was talking about the uh, National Lottery, specifically here in the U.S., the Powerball and the Megaball. And I was talking about the quick picks when you get the numbers chosen by the uh, computer-generated numbers. Now, for the first time in years, I picked my own numbers. I picked four different sets of numbers, and I won $14. I know that sounds uh, uh, really shitty, but they don't offer much money for uh, getting two or three balls. <laughs> if, you, if you get the power ball or the mega ball and a few numbers, then it goes up a little bit more, or if you buy the multiplier, or I don't do that, but... <laughs> and here I pick my own numbers and it does better than the uh, computer generated uh, numbers because I notice that they seem to repeat numbers in a lot of the different sets of six and so, some of the times when I've gotten eight numbers they have the same mega ball or power ball two or three times which and it has some uh, distance between those, a little variety of numbers. Then a friend said, well, keep those same numbers and keep playing those. Well, I thought about doing an experiment, was going back and picking four sets of numbers, but picking numbers that were different from what I picked before. And maybe I would have won again, but the second time I played, my same numbers, I didn't win anything. So maybe my system of doing it would be completely bullshit. I don't know. <laughs> you make the call. Is this cow happy? <laughs> I'm moving off into the left field here with another different uh, story. Images of cows wearing virtual reality headsets have gone viral. 
Uh, maybe they're watching some cow porn or something. I don't know. Is <laughs> ooh. But experts say understanding what makes cows happy is a more complicated question. What would be happy about their life? Flies and uh, I don't know. By now, you must have seen the picture of a cow wearing a virtual reality headset. If not in 2019, when the Ministry of Agriculture and Food in Russia first came up with the idea. So this has been a while ago, but then more recently this year, okay, when a Turkish farmer, inspired by the Russians, let's see, strapped two virtual reality headsets to one of his cows. Beyond the always entertaining image of an animal doing a thing that humans are supposed to do, it thinks it's people. The reason the cows are wearing VR headsets is that the Russian's Ministry of Agriculture and Food, and in turn Turkish farmer, is that Kakak? <laughs> believe that they will make the cows produce more milk, which results in more profit. Happy cows produce more milk. That's more nutritious. So the theory here is that a cow that's constrained in a cold, dark barn might be happier if it thinks it's out in some green and sunnier pasture where it's free to roam. Well, I could see that, I guess. According to The Sun, Russia's agriculture ministry said that it recorded a decrease in anxiety in cows wearing the headsets and that Kokak's Cows wearing the headsets saw their output increase from 22 to 27 liters a day. Oh, well, I mean, it's doing something there. I have spent a lot of time in virtual reality, and the theory seems ridiculous to me. There are many things to like about VR. There are some cool games. <laughs> yeah, like I, porn is an obvious application that's getting traction. <laughs> yeah, I saw that on uh, Ridiculousness once. Uh, a woman, uh, uh, probably a grandma, was uh, performing some uh, <clears throat> sexual uh, position, <laughs> sexual uh, deal on VR, and she was caught at it. Boy, did she look <laughs> a little embarrassed, but... Uh, VR often causes nausea. Well, that's not good. I've never tried it, mostly because of the locomotion problem. And the headset itself is heavy and stuffy. Being in a VR headset for hours would make me miserable, but I'm neither a cow or a veterinarian. So I asked five experts, is this cow happy? And uh, can it, VR make it produce more milk? <laughs> yeah, uh, it'll start uh, shooting out the almond milk and silk, silk milk and all these different types of milk nowadays. Um, in many cases, I think the goggles would actually cause some stress and discomfort in cattle. Jason Banta, an associate professor, an extension beef cattle specialist at the Texas 
AgriLife Research and Extension Center. I'll say that 50 times in a row. And Overton said in an email, I would not encourage any farmers to try it. Plus, it'd be sort of expensive to uh, hook up everyone, I would think, uh, buying the VR sets. Of course, I haven't gone to Amazon to price them out, but I think it's very unlikely that applying virtual reality to cows as described and shown using two headset straps to the cow's head would be beneficial. Mia Cobb, a scientist who researches the welfare of animals at the University of Melbourne, told me. Like all the experts I talked to, Banta was skeptical of the results claimed by Russian's agricultural minister and said the impact of VR on cows could only be evaluated with a deeper study with more controls. Excuse me while I take a drink of my adult beverage. Based on the information provided in the article, it appears that this is only observational data collected by one dairy producer on a small population of animals that may not have any scientific value. Uh, Adrian Berrigan, an assistant clinical professor at Penn State and an expert on dairy cattle reproduction and cow, com and cow comfort, said. Oh, he's an expert on cow comfort. Hmm. Well, let's, uh, let's get him some lazy boys out there and their VR headsets and <laughs> like that episode of Friends where... Uh, uh, Chandler and Joey, or Joey buys some new chairs for their apartment, and uh, Phoebe comes in. I can't believe two cows gave up their leather to make these chairs. And Chandler goes, well, they're chair-shaped cows. They never would have survived in the wild. <laughs> uh, let's see. Milk yield, Berrigan said, uh, is affected by a variety of factors, including age, uh, lactational stage, diet, water intake, heat abatement, management, and health status, among many others. The hormone that stimulates milk uh, let down the release of milk from the cow, oxytocin, has been associated with positive mental stages such as happiness and love in humans. Bergen said, however, there is no substantial scientific evidence of that in cattle due to the known challenges of measuring effective stages such as pain, fear, or happiness in animals. Yeah, how do you, yeah, uh, and predict that? Because a long time ago, um, I went with some people to a park to walk down the trail, and we found this little kitten, and very friendly, but unfortunately had that feline leukemia, and unfortunately I, I let it go uh, to a much happier place, hopefully, but... Uh, I thought about it afterwards. I was going to ask, how, how do you quantify? I know 
I think that that can't be passed on or cause any problems for humans, but for cats, it's terrible. I said, well, how do you quantify the pain in a cat with this? But I would have kept it. But uh, another thing I kind of regret. In other words, a bigger underlying problem with the viral VR cow is that it's pretty hard for us to determine what a cow is feeling and seeing and whether it's happy. Oh, maybe it's happier when it's farting. I don't know. As a research chair in dairy cattle behavior and welfare at the University of uh, Gulf Trevor DeVries told me, first of all, cow vision is quite different than human vision. Their eyes face forward like ours, but their placement is different, allowing them to see far back for almost 360-degree vision. Wow, I didn't know that. Convincing VR is stereoscopic, meaning the headset is feeding each eye a slightly different angle on the same image, which your brain uses to calculate depth. It's the same reason you have to wear those greasy glasses back when Hollywood briefly insisted that 3D movies were a thing. <laughs> Good VR headsets allow users to slightly adjust the distance between those two images. The interpulpillary distance, because it's a little different for anyone, but those headsets don't have a cow setting. <laughs> yeah. Set this for uh, Bessie here. She needs to crank out some more uh, 2%. Um, that moves the image that far apart. As you can see in the photographs, Kogak, the Turkish farmer, has strapped two VR headsets to the cow because a single headset isn't wide enough to cover both eyes. Yeah, I saw a picture of that and it looks... Kind of strange. Each of these appear to be consumer-grade headsets, the kind that use a smartphone as a display that is then modified with lenses in the headset. At best, perhaps these headsets were modified so that each provides a single separate image that is somehow synchronized to create a stereoscopic image. Uh, though it's certain extremely unlikely and not what we see in the video. If these headsets are just working as they are supposed to uh, for humans, uh, that means the cow is seeing a different unsynchronized double image with each eye. Well, that can't be that great. I would agree that if the two devices are stereoscopic headsets, then that configuration would make no sense and result in a very confusing visual experience for the cow. Sarah Weber, a postdoctoral research fellow at the University of Melbourne, 
who first wrote about the virtual reality cows in 2019, said, The Russians at least appear to be using a headset made to fit the cow's head, but even then, as DeVries told me, the way cows perceive color and light is also different. So it's not clear what they would see even if a stereoscopic image was properly presented to them. A more fundamental and deeply sad problem with the VR cow. Let's just pretend that Russia's agriculture ministry and the cockcock have really figured out some very complicated issues with virtual reality in cow vision, and the cow really did see a perfectly clear image in the headset of a green pasture with motion tracking and everything. Would it even know what it's looking at? From what we can see of Kalkak's cow, it is confined under a roof. Many dairy-producing cows are kept in continuously housed systems where food and water is brought to them meaning that at least an image of a pasture wouldn't necessarily mean much to them because they wouldn't know what it is. It's not known whether cows would per perceive a picture of outside as being outside. If they have uh, no previous experience with pasture, then maybe showing a picture will work if they have had previous experience. But there are cows that may have never seen a pasture. That is not in judgment of Kalkak, who I'm sure is just trying to be a good farmer, who is good to his cows and wants to get a little more milk. So if he says the headset is working, maybe it's working. It's very unlikely that the cows are producing more milk because the headset is tricking them into thinking they're outside and making them happier. He doesn't have a meaningful sample size or controls, so it could be easily be a fluke. But as DeVries hypothesized, it is possible the headsets are making a difference for the simple reason that they are providing more light. Cows produce more milk in the spring and summer. Uh, when there is more sunlight, that's when there's uh, more vegetation to eat, when photosynthesis leads to more sugar in plants, and when cows need more milk to feed calves, a uh, cow's lactation curve peaks when there's uh, most uh, sunlight. And multiple studies show that keeping the lights on in barns where cows are kept for 16 hours a day increases milk yields. It is possible that the light from a smartphone strapped to a cow's head is increasing its milk production. It's just extremely unlikely that it's making the cows happy. Uh, <laughs> maybe if you go to uh, Colorado or something and get it some some weed and mix it in with its feed or something, uh, some edibles. Uh, but at least it's something Russia's agricultural ministry and Kalkak are thinking about. It's wonderful to see that more people are understanding that animal welfare extends to emotional well-being and considering new ways to meet animals' needs. Cobb said, 
People need to be careful when thinking of ways to improve animal welfare that we do what animals need and want, not just impose what we think is good for them. Animal welfare science has many ways to ask animals what the value of for a good life. It is important to be open to new practices and ideas relating to the care of animals. Uh, but without robust evidence to support VR for animals, like cows is effective, we should exercise caution. As Weber told me, if we want cows to be happy, we need to try user-centered design, meaning understanding what animal real, uh, the animal really needs and wants, giving the animal a voice in the design process and giving them a choice and agency. As Weber wrote in 2019, if you want to see technology make an animal happy, it probably looks more like this cow brushing up against an automatic brush. Yeah, scratch me where it itches, that kind of thing. <laughs> looks like he's being run through the car wash without, uh, I don't see any water spraying, but uh, maybe they do do that. <laughs> it just looks like he's running through the car wash. I'm sad to report that the VR ex experiments have ended because the cows have demanded alcohol and Benson and Hedges cigarettes before each VR uh, experience. Initiating shutdown sequence. Well, I think it's time to warp drive this episode of infotainment to the interwebs. I would like to thank everybody for listening. Uh, you can check out my email at randyms12 at gmail.com. You can also use that for a PayPal donation. And there is always my Facebook uh, infotainment uh, webpage. And as always, have a pleasant day today and a happy ending tonight. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. Keep it real, homies.